0: can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.
1: Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Garvin Mayo, and I am so excited to be here with you today. And I wanna start off by asking you a question. Do you practice leadership agility? When we are nurse leaders, usually in our interview, they ask us, what is your leadership style? And we usually give one, usually a really nice, acceptable leadership style. So usually we say, oh, we are a servant leader or we are a democratic leader. But really we have to have leadership agility. All the leadership styles that exist, depending on the situation, you will have to exercise a different leadership style. So in this episode, I wanna talk to you about different leadership styles and encourage you to practice leadership agility, but do that intentionally. Because we can't always be servant leaders, we can't always be democratic leaders depending on the situation. And as nurse leaders, it's important to recognize that and set the expectations for our teams that depending on what's going on may determine how you handle the situation. And then for you to be okay with practicing leadership agility. So let's go over five of the different leadership styles. The first one is authoritative. Authoritative managers or leaders usually follow a top-down approach. So they make the decisions and expect everyone just to follow them. The advantage to this type of leadership style, it's useful when efficiency is important in in crisis situations when it's necessary to make effective decisions quickly. So like with COVID-19, so many things were changing so rapidly that we had to make rapid decisions that will impact the team. And in utilizing an authoritative leadership style, it's important just to set the expectation for the team. A lot is happening You know, you are ultimately responsible and you have to make quick decisions. And that's why it's important to have great connections and relationships with your team members. So when you exercise your authoritative leadership style, no one is um, offended or feeling some type of way about it. So authoritative is a leadership style that we may have to exercise. Disadvantages to this style is new and innovative ideas really emerge in an authoritative uh, leadership style. And when it's applied in the wrong circumstances, it can lead to higher turnover. Again, what I just said, it's important to have good relationships and connections with your direct report. And when something is going on or we're in crisis mode, there may not be time for um, innovation or uh, you know innovation of new ideas. You may just have to make a decision whether it's right or wrong, but it's the best decision you can make at the time that may impact your team. The second type of leadership style is democratic. This is a participative leadership decision-making process that is heavily influenced by the employees or the individuals who you lead. This style really encourages effective communication, openness on all levels, so it's kind of horizontal. So employees and leaders work together to reach a common goal or really execute the vision. This style of leadership is effective when it comes to making long-term decisions that impact the whole team, and or company, advantages of this style. It typically leaves employees feeling valued and empowered to contribute in a meaningful way. In a meaningful way, it also encourages them to tap into their full potential. So you're looking at your employees, looking at their strengths, and really empowering them to exercise those strengths to um, impact, you know, the team or the company. Disadvantages of this style. It's like a Consultive management style leadership um, it's, not, it's not very efficient Because decision making often involves debate And consulting multiple parties Which can take time And as we know, as leaders We don't always have a lot of time To consult, to ponder Depending on what it is When we are democratic leaders Depending on the situation Maybe we can be democratic for part of the problem where we we bring the employees in to help make a decision that will impact um, maybe a portion of the problem, but also letting them know that as the leader, you will have to make some decisions, just quick decisions without consulting them or without um, getting their okay. So that's a more authoritative um, leadership style. So, just I think it's really important just to communicate with the team what the expectations are. The next leadership style I want to talk to you about is laissez-faire leadership style. These leaders are more like mentors than leaders. Um, they're available when employees, employees need guidance, but often the employees make their own decisions on how to move forward with a the project. These managers or leaders. Monitor what's happening with their employees, but don't become too involved with the day-to-day tasks. An advantage of this is, um, you know, it can be effective if it gives uh, your employees self-motivation or autonomy or space to be creative, innovative, and productive. Uh, This style can also be particularly used in an environment where employees need to be creative. They need that creative space and capacity to create for impact. The disadvantage of this style is that it's hands-off, so it can leave employees feeling neglected or in need of guidance or direction. The next leadership style I want to talk to you about is persuasive. Persuasive leaders hold control of decision-making, but uh, work with employees to understand why decisions made by leadership is best for the company. They share the honest rationale behind the decision-making policies uh, that can really foster inclusion or trusting, but it's gonna benefit the company in some way. When an organization is successful, Um, Employees generally accept the top-down decisions and work hard to implement them. So persuasive leadership is so important in really any position you're holding as a leader, whether it's a nurse manager um, in a hospital, a nurse manager in a um, consulting firm, a nurse manager in a group home, long-term care. This is so key Again, what's going to be important is developing relationships with your employees and being able to connect with them so you can effectively communicate. Advantages of this leadership style, it instructs and motivates employees with reason and logic, which some individuals prefer to an auditor authoritative uh, leadership style. It can be especially helpful when leading less experienced team members. So understanding your team, what do they need? Some people may need more persuasive leadership style, others may need more authoritative. So understanding your team, understanding their needs, understanding what motivates them, how you can motivate them would be really important on which leadership style you exercise. Some disadvantages of persuasive leadership style is that it isn't a dominating, um, it's not as a dominating as authoritative. It's still a one-way communication process, and employees don't necessarily have an avenue for feedback. So it's kind of like, it makes me think of the art of leadership, this persuasive uh, leadership style. It's really the art, but it still is um, one directional. Uh, so it's not like the back and forth. Next, we have transformational leadership. This focuses on creating an environment that supports innovation, which is one of my favorite things, (laughs) because I believe everyone has the ability to innovate a process, uh, how we do things. We just have to provide them the time and space and opportunity to do that. But everyone can innovate to really transform healthcare or just transform processes, leaders with this style we often push our employees to set and reach goals and it can make them slightly uncomfortable but you see the true potential in your employees so you know transformational leaders collaborate with and inspire you know the individuals they are um, leading to reach past their full potential and aim for professional and personal growth. So it's really pushing their capacity, so knowing them very well, relationships, communication, and connection, again, common theme, in order for you to push your employees uh, past their full potential without them feeling like you are um, doing it not for, not with their best interests in mind. So when you are connected, you have a good relationship, you're able to communicate effectively with your employee. You know, being a transformational leader can be so awesome and it can be a positive experience for you, your employee, and the organization. Advantages of a transformational leadership is it's adaptable, it's problem-solving, and it really promotes innovation. Typically, um, it increases... Um, you know, the impact that the company in person has in their position. And it can be especially useful for companies and competitive industries that change quickly. Tapping into the individuals who you lead, tapping into their strengths can be so revolutionary to the company if we allow them to exercise their brilliance. You know, the people we lead are brilliant, but how do we tap into it? We could do it through transformational leadership. Disadvantages of this leadership style, it requires the right kind of employees. If employees are not ready to adapt, or there are too many changes occurring too quickly, they may not be willing to follow um, this whole model. So understanding your employees is so important, understanding their goals, their objectives, where they are, where they want to be, and what they're willing to do to really fill that gap. So those are the five leadership styles I want to review with you. And I hope you can try to be mindful. Give yourself one week to really be mindful on which leadership style you're exercising, whether it's working with employees or in the boardroom or at a meeting. But just be fully aware of what leadership style you are um, exercising, and if you are trying to stick to one, or do you truly practice leadership agility? Let me know. I would love to hear from you, hear your experience, and uh, what you took away from this episode. Until next time, take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Between episodes, you can follow the Nurse Wellness Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Before you go, I would love to share a free mindfulness ebook with you. Go to stressblueprint.com backslash 35 and download your free copy. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best.
0: If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App, and that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform, or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.